Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double chaos. Doink. Welcome to chaos. Um, today is January 30th, 2024. <laughs> the day it Josh finally <laughs> dumps me. No, no, oh, whoa. that's not going to happen. Okay. Are we sure about that? Because uh, you said some pretty choice words you think you're <laughs> Where does this letter go? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Are you playing Wordle? You're playing fucking Wordle right now. <laughs> She's like, did I fall asleep during the AFC Championship game? Yes. Yeah, are we recording did. and I'm playing Wordle? Yes. yes. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm attentive. I'm here. <laughs> Personality higher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are here to talk the championship round uh, of the National Football League. That I was so totally <laughs> awake for. Um, yeah. We're not previewing the Super Bowl. That will be next week. Um, but we also got the Rumble. The Royal Rumble. The Rumble. Four matches. Um, women's Rumble. Fantastic. Men's so Rumble. Good. Fucking sucked. Um, and then the middle we card matches Naomi were... We got Naomi back, people. The middle we card matches Jade. were... Meh. I don't care about Jade. I got Naomi back. I, I was love, still waiting for the pop. I was still waiting for we the pop for Cargill. Sasha, but clearly they're going to bring back Sasha another pay-per-view. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we got our truth. We do. Our truth oh was in the God. women's and the men's rumble. We got rumble. the first tag ever. I love our truth, but God <laughs> you know what? damn. And Have rumble? you seen the clips of him bringing a ladder and trying to get the Money in the Bank briefcase during the Royal Rumble match? I am not. I have to show you. But the you. thing is, is does that surprise me in the slightest? No. No. All right. Anyway, let's just hit real quick the title games. Um, we'll go through them relatively quickly. Um First game, we had the AFC Championship game between the visiting Kansas City Chiefs in Baltimore taking on the Ravens. The Chiefs win this game 17-10. to um, The number one seed, the number one team in the National Football League mm-hmm. fell apart. Yep. So many turnovers in this game. Two bad fumbles, decisions. a pick in the end zone. Bad, um, bad, bad penalties, taunting penalties. It's just... Um, Unnecessary Sorry, roughness. It's just, unnecessary bullshit that put them out of this game. You know what? Okay, so I was watching this, and you know what? One, this one play, legitimately made me like so pissed off, and kind of essentially had me shut it off. And where I knew that Baltimore was going to lose, it was a third and one. Ravens had the ball. Um, I'm pretty sure they were in Casey territory. They weren't in the red zone, but I know they were past the fifty. Third and one, right? Lamar. Was he was he got out of the pocket? He started to scramble. Perfect lane to run for a first down. No one would have caught him if he just picked it up a little bit. Throws an incomplete. Literally is like five yards. Can run straight, get the first Clear. down, and get a field goal, or just continue the drive in general. Nope. Throws it, and they have to punt it away. Mm-hmm. Like that was that play kind of epitomized what the Ravens did, and it and obviously. They lost by a touchdown. So. Yeah, the, the biggest problems in this game were, unfortunately, Zay Flowers. Um, the taunting penalty and the fumble in the end zone. And back-to-back. Um, were those, those were back-to-back those plays, were back-to-back right? Those were back-to-back plays, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's just, I mean, like, listen, you know who Casey... Or it was the same drive or it something was, it was like one, that. Yeah, it was, it was just, you saw what they, how the beginning of the game went. Not that they were taunting or anything, but you saw that, like, you know, you saw that this clearly... This game was going to be chippy. It was going to be a battle. And um, and the Ravens just didn't do what they were so good at all year, which was running beating bad or beating really good teams and by running a lot. the ball. 
like Lamar did not have a particularly great throwing game and he only he only rushed eight times for fifty four yards and he then, had one reception for thirteen yeah. yards, which was a batted <laughs> ball that he caught and ran himself. Which was a great play, but That's they, the best play they had the game. They ran the ball sixteen times. They were one of the best rushing teams in the league with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And you run it you run it sixteen times and the Chiefs literally double Double your rush attempts. That should not happen. That should Pacheco not happen. Pacheco alone almost did twenty four carries. Exactly. In this game. That you, should not happen. But you know what? But what? You got to fight for, for your, your right, right to party. party. Speaking of, Kelsey had a game eleven for eleven with one hundred and sixteen yards and a touchdown. And he had two of the game's best catches. He had one, uh, the one where. I think Mahomes was like going across the field and he threw and it was like it was a horrible pass and and he, Kelsey he just dive, dove, he dove and grabbed it. it and then another one he was, was like just a, throwing it away and he and made something happen it. and then another one where Mahomes threw a dart and then uh, Kelsey ran out and jumped it. I mean, hey, perfect time to have your best game of the season. I mean, the the, so. the best catch in this game was MVS's falling oh. catch. And hearing them describe it, and honestly, one thing I respect about Mahomes is. I'm not a big Casey fan, but one thing I can respect about this man is the issues <clears throat> that their receiving core has had this year with all the drops and just all the not great play. Mm-hmm. He said that I'm going to continue to go to them because I believe in them, even though things mm-hmm. haven't gone our way. And he did, and he made an MVS made an incredible catch. And yeah. like you said, and uh, that was in the f- that will sealed it. That sealed it, right? Yeah, that catch. Um, Sealed it. They started taking knees at that point. Exactly. So that um, brought it to the two minute warning. Yeah. So I mean, Baltimore just wasted so many opportunities. Their defense gave up those two quick touchdowns, but then only gave up three points. For yeah, the literally re- that ball to MVS thir- thirty two yard gain was the led to the two minute warning and then three knees. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Baltimore like they just. Their offense, uh, you know, their defense gave up those quick scores. They gave all their gave up all the points in the first half, so yeah. they shut them out the second half. So they gave they gave the offense that entire thirty minutes to just go and score, mm-hmm. and they didn't. And it's just it's just so disappointing because yeah. I know <laughs> like ninety ninety nine percent of America did not want the Chiefs to win mm-hmm. and get to the Super Bowl. Okay, so I have talked about this at work. Taylor Swift has no control over how many times the NFL shows her. She has no control over it. I'm sure she would prefer that she wasn't shown so she doesn't get backlash. But frankly, it's NBC, ABC, Fox, ESPN, Mm -hmm. whoever owns the game that, the Chiefs game that week, they're showing her to boost their ratings. It's the company who's showing the game. And honestly, it's working. It is. So I I understand where people's complaints are coming from, where they don't want to see Taylor all the time. Because, yes, you are watching a football game and you want to watch your team play. But, like, she literally has no control over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I will say it's the cutest thing that she ran down to the field to be there with (laughs) Travis and celebrate. And she took him to find Jason. It's making for an interesting storyline, so... I just can't wait to see Jason Kelsey at the Super Bowl cheering on his brother. The it's way a- he was at Bill's Mafia. Give me that Jason Kelsey at the Super Bowl. <laughs> it sucks that he's not playing in it, but it's yeah. great that he'll yeah. be there in some capacity. So, um, 
Up next, we had the NFC title game between the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. I turned this game off at halftime, and I thought the Lions were running away with this football game. Same. And then I go to check it a couple hours. It was 24-7, to and then I check it back. It's 24-24. And I said, what the fuck? And then I put the game on, I think, like I checked Sleeper when I think there was what? It was 34-31, and and they took the last knee. Yeah. I I think the last... I just like you. I shut it off at halftime, and then however long later, um, I'm looking at the timeline. And the next time I looked at it was when San Fran was up 27 to 24, and I was like, "Uh oh, oh no!" And I picked San Fran oh, to win, no. but my heart oh, wanted no, no, Detroit because no, no, no. they. I think that franchise deserves to get there, but I mean, just in the end, it, I I was I here. Know. I was listening to 985. The, the sports, sports hub, hub. <laughs> um, because that's all Josh listens to now. People, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. You do listen to what's it called on on, on Sirius? Yes, Octane. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> Anyways, Josh, you were listening to 985. I was the listening sports to 985 hub. the Sports Hub, and they were saying that this game could have easily fucking swung six points, but there were multiple fourth down in field goal range. That Dan Campbell went for. Yep. And failed him. Kicked a field goal. In the championship game, you're yep. not trying to bite kneecaps off. You're not trying to play you're not angry. Trying to bite you're not trying to that get like, fun. like You're trying to fucking win. Exactly. You're trying to score points. Fucking kick the field I mean, goal. And those clearly were, the, I mean, one ties it and then one puts you up. Exactly. They kicked one field goal in this game. They were in field goal range. Numerous times. Yep. Can you look up what the fourth down percentage was for the Lions? Uh, Lions on fourth down were one in three. There you go. Those two were in the field goal range. Both of them, yeah. That would have swung this game. Mm Mm-hmm. And they they played. um, So, obviously, they were... They were they were both fifty percent on third down. Obviously, they were one and three on fourth down. Um, they ran more plays. They had more yards. They had one less drive, but you know, in all those more rushing yards, um, they had the least amount of penalties. But they did have their time of possession was it was only about five minutes less, but still, like I mean, their first drive was, I believe, two minutes and ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that forty-something yard swing route to Jamison Williams, that was insanity. It was gorgeous. But I um, mean, the biggest thing, the biggest issue the Detroit Lions had in this game was a man named Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Twenty carries for ninety yards and two touchdowns. If you can't stop that man, say lovey. No, honestly, no, for real. And uh, do you think it was an omen that Gardner Johnson was waving to them? In the second half, waving to the 49ers fans and saying goodbye. You know, it sucks. You guys are losing right now. I'm going to say this right now. If San Fran wins the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey is your MVP. Like Super Bowl MVP? Yes. Lamar's getting the um, uh, MVP of the the league. The thing is, is I've projected all 100%. 100%. It's going to be either Mahomes or CMC. Yeah. Unless Brock Purdy goes for f- some fucking insane numbers. But I feel like but I feel like McCaffrey unless McCaffrey he's hurt, is such an important part of that offense. He has at least one rushing touchdown and or a receiving touchdown and then he's got the yards combined. I mean, he I mean, what did he have? He had 90 uh 90 yards rushing, right? Mm-hmm. He had 90 yards rushing and he had 42 yards receiving. 
So automatically, his all-purpose yards are already over 100. So even if he just has, say, one touchdown in this game, rushing, um, mm-hmm. 1,000% easily. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is Brock Purdy, he, he played average. But he did what he needed to do to get the win. And same thing with McCaffrey. Because, I mean, the receiving, like, it wasn't super crazy. But Ayuk had that insane catch. Mm-hmm. The one that should have been picked and then bobbled and then he caught it. Debo had a pretty good game. Eight receptions, 89 yards. Um, but, you know, I mean, he did have, Purdy did have that pick. But, I mean, there were no fumbles or anything. So, I mean, it was a pretty clean game. But it's just, when you're... If you're that team, you can't let San Fran come back. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you can't. And I agree. Um, George Kittle said something. He's like, a- analysts or analytic analytical people, like, they don't think momentum's a thing. Yeah. And I 100% agree with him. Momentum is 1,000% a thing. You look at the KC game, too. Even though the offense wasn't scoring, that defense was stopping them and keeping the momentum on KC's side, keeping them pumped up. You know what I mean? It's the same thing for San Fran. Once San Fran got rolling and then they got the momentum, then it kind of just propels you to a point. Mm-hmm. So, Can we just talk about the wonderful ladies of Christian McCaffrey and Juszczyk? <laughs> because Christian Juszczyk, Juszczyk just got a deal with the NFL to keep making her clothes. Mm. And... I don't know if you. I don't know if I sent the TikTok to you. The puffer length, like the long length jacket that she made for the game, had the Super Bowl. It literally uh, when Super she, Bowl bound. When she rolled up the sleeve, it said Super Bowl bound. Oh wow! So she I, predicted it. She predicted I didn't it. see that. And then of course she keeps making cute av- outfits for Olivia Kubelo, who soon to be Olivia McCafferty. Danny Amendola, how the fuck did you screw that one up? She also made one for Taylor Lautner, in support of the Detroit Lions. Yes. Went over there, and she, of course she's. Taylor's still rocking her yeah. stuff, too. Um, but, I mean, both really great games. You look at the Baltimore-KC game, more defensive, where a little bit chippier with yeah. more penalties, and then just this game, this obviously, game the high-scoring game. This was the shootout we expected from the other game. Exactly. So, exactly. And it was, I mean, looking back at it, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to Rumble. Let's hit some Rumble, rumble here. Um, we'll start with the Women's Rumble, which honestly is match of the night, in my opinion. There's I, not a lot to I, pick from. I popped off when but, Naomi came out um, second. Ooh, and then Natalia liked the story. Yeah, Natalia yep. liked our story when we yep. posted that her and Liv Morgan, shocker, was number thirty in mm-hmm. this in this rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Are the only ones yeah. to um, participate in all seven women's Royal Rumble matches, which is insane. Um, Absolutely insane. Which is I'm I popped when Liv came back. Yeah, I I was expecting Sasha. I was expecting. I'm just surprised somebody else. They AJ. I don't even want to say that they let her back so soon, but I'm just surprised that she is back so soon after the arrest. After the arrest. I mean, whether it was a good or bad. Jimmy thing, and Jay were back weeks after their DUI arrests. Yeah, but that's Jimmy and Jay Uso. This yeah, is this is Liv Morgan, who is one of the biggest women's wrestlers right now. Because of Hunter. But, because you know. of her prowess synthetic weed is no no people <laughs> but obviously just, just get the real stuff that's grown straight from the ground but um, i agree with you where the women's was just yeah i mean chef's kiss you have naomi returning at two <laughs> mm-hmm. and she you don't looked, even have to wait she you start fantastic yeah. she, she was amazing. good bailey came in at three and won the whole fucking thing so I'm she Bailey? came in I'm a minute. To like Bailey. She came in a minute. I've always loved Bailey. I'm starting um, to. She came in a minute and a half into the match mm-hmm. and won it. My biggest pop at five was Jordan Grace. Yep. Oh, you. 
Yeah, you did. I have been a huge <laughs> Jordan Grace fan ever since I, while I was in college, I went to a lot of pro, uh, um, independent wrestling shows. Jordan Grace wrestled in, I believe, the main event of one of the shows I went to. Mm-hmm. And she would fight dudes. Like, she was, she is a Which, badass. I think one of the things that we were really commenting on as the as the women's part was going on was just the physique of some of these women. Mm-hmm. Jordan is one of them. Jade, Bianca. Like, just some of these women are just so jacked and just have, like, shoulders, backs, arms. Like, and Jordan is one of those. I was like, dang, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to one of the women's Royal Rumble entrants. It's Becky Lynch's birthday. Yes. Yes. Becky, Becky did come out. The queen. Birthday. Um, well, not really the queen. That's Charlotte Flair. But coolest Becky part. Is my um, Nia's elimination. Um, <laughs> right. With Jade Cargill. And Jade being her debut. And she yeah. was the last three. Right? She was. Last yes, three or four. Um, she was three. Three. Because her and Liv got eliminated back to back. By Bailey. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm so excited for what that, obviously, at that, there was that one moment where her and Bianca, you know, kind of locked with each other in the middle of the ring. So I'm excited where that could go from there. Yeah. Bianca had a very long performance. Jade had a very, uh, I'm sorry, um, Naomi had a very long performance because she was 25th eliminated. She was in there an hour and two minutes. Yep. Um, Bailey obviously was in there an hour and three minutes and three seconds. Um, uh, Katana Chance had a very long performance, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Bianca had 47 minutes in the match. Um, but no, this was a really good performance by everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, two NXT entrants in this game, Roxan- uh, in this match, Roxana Perez and Tiffany Stratton. Yep. Which is really cool. Ooh. You know what I just realized? Since we don't have any football this weekend, I could actually watch the Grammys. <laughs> have fun with that. I will I, because I, Taylor's nominated. Uh, when is it? Saturday? Sunday. 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 I'll be sleeping. Um, <laughs> let's jump to the men's rat- rumble match, and then we'll hit the other two oh, matches. The disappointment of CM Punk tearing his triceps. CM yeah. Punk did tear his triceps, so that put him out. Because you thought he was going to win. I did think he was going to win. I thought so, too, and he was he was there to no, the very No, I actually had Gunter winning. No, you had Gunter winning, but he was in the last three. When, um, it was him. Know, you took a picture of the It was Gunter, Punk, Punk, and Rhodes. Rhodes, and McIntyre was four. McIntyre, okay. And Zane was five. Was, Honestly, I just like no offense to Andrade, but yes, I just uh, him, you know, returning. I just didn't think the men's just w- was that hype for me personally. I don't know. Like, I was hoping that Sheamus came back, but you know, but we didn't get Sheamus. We didn't. And we get didn't Sheamus. get Biggie. No, but I mean, like, and not that I'm not disappointed that Rose won, but I was really more so. It was a for punk. Punk would have won if he didn't tear his tricep. Yeah. They audible played that. But I mean, I guess this could go because forward for with Co- Raw, uh, they're building for Rock Roman. Because mm-hmm. if Punk won, you get Punk Rollins yeah. at Mania. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get Rhodes Rollins at Mania. Is because it going to be Rhodes Rollins? It I know probably after, will. after what happened last night. Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, I'm pretty certain that that's where they're going to go with it. Yeah. Um couple of big notes come out of this only two um nxt affiliated superstars one was carmelo hayes and braun breaker (laughs) who came in um to fill the brock lesnar spot brock lesnar was expected to be that spot and any of braun breakers um moments were going to go to brock Hmm. but i wonder why brock lesnar wasn't there Uh, (laughs) sex trafficking anyway 
Um, and the best surprise of the Men's Royal Rumble, Pat McAfee. <laughs> no, that that's an absolute lie. Number four, Andrade Cien no, Almas. Yeah. Okay, can I... Ha- you popped when Pat McAfee came out to do commentary. Yes. And then you popped when they played his music. And then last night, this man popped off while we're watching Raw because Pat McAfee is now permanent commentary yep. on Him Monday and Night Michael Raw. are now the Raw One, commentators. Which, the best decision. The best decision. I and, think we might be getting new SmackDown commentators too because... Oh, um Maybe. Kevin Patrick's been fired. Mm. So, oh, so you Graves, think, um, Graves might be going to SmackDown. Yes, I think it's going to be Graves, and I think they might be bringing somebody back. I Carmella. hope I'm right. No, Moro Ronaldo. You guys never watched NXT with Moro Ronaldo as the commentator. Some of his co- Moro Ronaldo used to do UFC too. Oh, okay. He did UFC right after he left WWE NXT. He got um. Fired, not fired or released or whatever in like 2018, 19, 2020 time frame. Mm-hmm. So right around COVID is when he got let go. Um, because they kind of redid this whole NXT thing. They brought um, what the fuck is her name? Beth Phoenix in. Mm-hmm. She did commentary. Grays was doing commentary. They brought Vic Joseph in. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought Nigel McGuinness in. They did all that kind of thing. But for a while, I believe it was Moro Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, and Corey Graves were the call team. Of NXT, mm-hmm. I have to show you highlights of Moro Ronaldo's best calls on NXT. He is so good, so hype, and there's been a lot of rumors that he might make a return with Kevin Patrick leaving, um, because he was such a popular commentator. Mm-hmm. Or they could bring someone like Vic Joseph up from NXT, yeah, and then reconfigure the NXT call team. Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> um, we're getting into a new, not new season, quote unquote, but we're getting into that new TKO, mm-hmm. yep, no Vince, exactly. and Moro was an absolute hunter guy. Hmm. Vince I got mean, his hands on NXT, made NXT 2.0, it sucked, <laughs> and then they brought back the black and gold, partially. Anyway, um, this match, the uh, men's tag, was um, run by Raw. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven SmackDown superstars, two NXT, Mm -hmm. and one, three unaffiliated. So technically 18 superstars from um, Raw were in this match. The reasoning is, is because the other four, or the other two matches had six SmackDown guys. Yeah. Because the US title is the SmackDown title, and the... Universal World Title is a SmackDown title. Moving on to the U.S. Title match because we're going to start with that, and then we'll get to the big match, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which we'll talk about something that didn't happen in the Rumble after that. Anyway, uh, U.S. Title we have um, Paul versus Owens. Um, fun match. I liked it. I mean, it's exactly what you're going to expect with a uh, Logan Paul match. I actually read something. Um, you say your point, and then I'll... I was. Um... I knew, I mean, it's a trend with Logan matches that he always kind of pulls something. Yeah. Um, it's a heel thing. And I'm just surprised that it ended in a DQ, mostly because, obviously, with the way that KO went down with having the knuckles, um, I was more or less expecting someone to come out or something to happen where, you know. Owens would get the win, but Paul would retain via DQ or whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, other ways, I liked it. So. <coughs> but, yep. Um,. What I was going to say is I read something mm-hmm. today that it's 
people commenting on um, Logan Paul as a professional wrestler. Okay. That his athleticism is some of the best in the company. His acrobatics, his storytelling and all that, some of the best in the company. Mm -hmm. But his biggest issue is his selling. Mm. He'll sell a move, but when it's his time for the next move, he'll just pop right up like nothing ever happened. Won't sell any kind of injury. Mm -hmm. Won't sell any, holy shit, I've been in this match for 20 minutes. I'm winded. Yeah. He'll just jump right up. Just keep going, keep going. Go right up to the top rope. The the one they used in was HBK. When HBK would have fifteen minute matches and and he's taking finisher after finisher after finisher, but he's kicking out. When he's going for his next move, it takes him a, a minute to get there mm-hmm. because he's still selling the previous moves. It's not just a matter of selling the move when it happens; it's a matter of selling it after it happens. Yeah. Um, Logan will get there. What I think time, he's just yeah. excited still. Ooh. Jalen Hurts is actually going to the uh, Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl games. Yeah, I saw that. And um, Sorry, Big Play Slay distracted. is as well. Oh, he is? And, yeah. um One and two. Number one and number two from the Eagles. And, right. and you guess who also confirmed himself? Well, yeah, yeah Kelsey's yeah. going to be there. Of course he is. Um, and so did Baker Mayfield. Sorry, I'm easily distracted today, people. <laughs> but anyway, that was a good match. Um, it kind of went the way I thought it was going to be. The Brass Knucks got involved. It continuing the storyline of the faction. Yeah. Of, um, uh, Theory, Waller, and Paul. Douche. Um, is. I like Logan is. Paul. I think he's I fun. Think, I think he's fun. It, it's it's I don't like him as a human, but <laughs> I like, like his work that he's, he's doing. He's like Theory. He's like Miz. He is there for you to hate him and put out good stuff. Although Miz is doing really good stuff, and I'll, I'll bring up my, well, my concept. I'll bring up my concept of what I think could happen oh. after we talk the Fatal 4-Way. All right. Um, this actually went on second. This was the second match of the night, which blew my mind. Which what I we talked about it before the show, and I said if this match doesn't go on last, members that lose this match will be in the rumble. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Roman was going to lose. He's going to force himself to the thirty spot and win and, and then, get his title back. Exactly. That didn't happen. <laughs> Roman not, won. He, he pinned Styles. This match was very quick. It was like fourteen minutes. Honestly, I just. Um, um, I mean, they. I picked him to uh, pin Styles, but it was just funny how it happened when he ha- when everyone was kind of just piled on top of each other, and then Roman mm-hmm. came in. Um, but I thought, I mean, we kind of all figured that Roman was going to win. I think we all picked. I picked Roman over. overnight. I think yeah. a lot of other people did as well, but I don't know. It's kind of what you expected at this point. He's not losing this title. I just I think if they if, were going to take it off him, it wouldn't be here. If Cody goes after Rollins, Roman is getting to two thousand days. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's at fourteen something now. It's only another two years. Yeah, it's getting boring. I even said that while we were watching. I was like, "Don't get me wrong. I love Roman Reigns. I love the bloodline stuff. The bloodline is no more." Do you think it could go on Jimmy for another two years, up. though? No. Roman's going to go solo and just fucking dip. And just, just not gonna, be there to he'll defend. Be, he'll defend four oh, times a year. Yeah. Rumble, um, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Yeah. That's it. Money in the Bank's going to have to cash in on whoever the other title holder is because Roman's not, not going to be around. Yeah. But I don't know. 
I just if he faces Rocket Mini, I don't want him to win the. I don't want Rock to win the title because that's going to go from part timer to part timer. Exactly. Yes, I get it. He says he's fully back. I but get maybe it. even less part timer because Rock is still out there doing exactly. all his stuff too. Like he's not slowing down. Okay, if you have Rocky win it, have Rock come out the next night, get attacked by Roman, get attacked by Solo, get attacked by Jimmy, mm-hmm. and have Damian cash in. Ooh. That's how you get the belt off of Roman. We've been talking and about then Damian. Damian. Thinks he's too good for the Judgment Day and leaves them. Judgment Day splits up before that. We've been talking Judgment about Day Judgment Day, spl- Day splitting up. Judgment Day splits up when the Awesome Truth takes the titles off of them. But we only have so many weeks until Elimination Changer Chamber. No, this match happens at Mania. Oh. This is going to build through Mania. Which is not, not far away. So Because you're going to start seeing the cracks in the Elimination Chamber match when you have Finn and Dirty Dom in the Elimination Chamber match. Because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you're going to put both of them in, or at least one of them. Because last year was Balor and... Damien. Damien, so... Yeah. Um. Did but you- no... Did you know that TB12 Sports and Brady Brand merged with Noble? Yep. I didn't know that. It happened like literally. Well, yeah. Brady posted it today. Cool. (laughs) So like. I'm also pissed because there was a women's tag match last night. Um, No, I'm sorry. There was a WWE women's uh, men's tag match between um, Judgment Day and And DIY. DIY. Mm -hmm. And DIY absolutely should have won those titles. Absolutely should have won those titles. That's just you being a DIY fan. It's me being an NXT mark. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I have to introduce you to to old NXT. It's so fucking like the matches are incredible. If he you've tried. ever watched John Gargano versus Adam like Cole, as soon as Gargano versus Cole, up. an hour match they put Damn. on. Yeah, two out of three falls match. I love Gargano. He's good. Oh, just and Moro Ronaldo called that match. So just wait till you see the way. And I also miss like the Indian Dexter shit. God, it's so bad. Shut up. <laughs> so okay, I know this is sports, but purely I just want to ask: with the Grammys coming up this weekend, because we did talk about music at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. like our top albums. <laughs> so for record of the year right now, nominated for Grammys, it's "Worship" by John Baptiste. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius, yeah. Flowers by Miley Cyrus, What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish, On My Mama by Victoria Monet, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, Antihero Taylor Swift, and Kill Bill by SZA. Um, it should either go to SZA or it should go to... Um, Miley, because uh, Miley's Flowers got Olivia played Rodrigo. a lot. Or Boy Genius, because yeah. they're indie. But you know who it's going to go to. It's going to go to either Taylor or Olivia. Yeah. yeah. And then album of the year is World Music Radio by John Baptiste. The record by Boy Genius. Boy Genius. Endless Summer Vacation, Miley Cyrus. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey? Which is really good. The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. I love Janelle. Guts Olivia Rodrigo. Guts Midnight's really Taylor Swift and SOS SZA. Oh, I noticed the SZA! I noticed the, the lack of uh, Take Me Back there. to Eden. I'm getting there. Don't you worry. That should be album of the year. What the fuck are you talking about? That album transcends genre. Because that's, I feel <laughs> really like that's going to go to Midnight's or Guts, honestly. What? Um, album, album of the, the year. year. It's going to go to Midnight's or Guts. Or, you got to remember, they love you realize, giving a ton of records to one person sometimes. You, so. you realize that 
every single category Taylor is in, Taylor will win. Probably. And then Song of the Year is A and W <clears throat> by Lana Del Rey, Antihero Taylor Swift, Butterfly John Baptiste, Dance the Night by Dua Lipa, Flowers by Miley Cyrus, Kill Bill SZA, Vampire Olivia Rodrigo, and What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. That should, go is, to, that should go to um, Lana Del Rey. The thing is, yeah. is Antihero, like as, as a... Uh, I'm a fan of pretty much all of those artists. And listening to Midnight's Antihero is not the best song on that album, but it no. had the most streams. Same thing with um, Olivia. Vampires is not the best song on that album. Again, with Boy Genius. Not Strong Enough is not the best song on that album. So It's the most popular, but it's definitely not the best. Like There's just so many other good songs. And then Best New Artist, which one of these is going to make Josh happy. It's Grace Adams. Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, yeah, which is fantastic. Coco Jones, Noah Khan, oh, Victoria Monet, and the War and War and Treaty. That's going. To I Noah. think it's either going to go to Noah, Noah Khan or Jelly Roll. That's going to. But Noah. I think it's going to Noah. I think it's going to Noah. I love Victoria Monet. So okay, I love her. But pause. It's not going to Hold her. on, gotta go back to sports. Okay. Uh oh. Oh Jesus. Fox commentators in 2024. Oh, Tom Brady. Greg Olson is out. Tom Brady is in. Which I hope... It's going to be fucking Kevin Burkhart and Tom Brady. Which I hope Greg Olson is able to find somewhere else. <clears throat> Greg Olson will a get a panel. Because he is fantastic. I think he might go to Thursday Night Football panel. He'll go okay. to that panel with Fitz and yeah. Witt. Because they have a so lot good. of former players on those. And I know... I think... <clears throat> I think Tom Brady... I think he's going to... Excuse me. I think he's going to be good. I hope he's going to be good because if you look at knowledgeable football players in the past, fucking Tony Romo. Uh he's going to be a thousand a thousand times I better. I love than Tony. Tony Romo. I love Tony. You think of no and this isn't this isn't a knock can, against Can we just Tony. replace Joe Buck is my only no, question. <laughs> I know you fucking hate Joe Buck. Can we just replace Joe Buck? No. <laughs> no. No. I enjoy how much it frustrates you my dad and my Joe grandfather Buck. so much. I hate Joe Buck. I'm so happy he doesn't the World Series okay, anymore. Back to the grand. <laughs> back to the Grammys. Best, I, best pop solo performance is Flowers, Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat, What Doja. I Was Made For, Vampire, Antihero. Um, Doja. They did a really good job this year when it came to alternative, metal, and rock. Although, again, Boy Genius, they I think Boy Genius is in rock, which okay. they shouldn't be. So... so let me frustrate Josh with this now. <laughs> Best rock performance, Sculptures of Anything Goes by Arctic Monkeys, More Than a Love Song, Black Pumas, Not Strong Enough, Boy Genius, nope. Rescued by Foo Fighters, and Lux Eterna, Metallica. Lux Eterna. It's 100% Lux Eterna. Best it- metal performance, Bad Man Disturbed, Phantom of the Opera Ghost, 72 mm-hmm. Seasons Metallica, mm-hmm. Hive Mind Slipknot, Jaded yep. spirit box. No, I know. That's, Jaded. That's why I'm so saying. So fucking good. You, no offense to Boy Genius, but they are not rock. No. Take them out. They should be alternative. Take them out and put somebody. Best rock song. Angry, the Rolling Stones. Ballad of a homeschooled girl, Olivia Rodrigo. What the F? What, what category is this? Best this is rock song. Best rock song. Emotional Sickness by Queens of the Stone Age. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. See, again, no. Rescued by the Foo Fighters. Best rock album, but here we are: Foo Fighters, Starcatcher, Greta Van Fleet, Seventy Two Seasons, Metallica. This is why by Paramore. In this time, is why is not a rock album. In no, Times New Roman, Queens of the Stone Age. See, this is. I think if 
I think their definition of rock is is, is wrong. I think they're they need I, to separate alternative and rock. Oh no, one thousand percent. Oh, the alternative, 1, the alternative ones aren't even better. <laughs> like it I, says, best alternative music performance. Belinda says by Alves. Body Paint, Arctic Monkeys, Cool About It, Boy Genius, A&W, Lana Del Rey, This Is Why, Paramore, Best Alternative Music Album, The Car, Arctic Monkeys, The Record, Boy Genius, Did You Know There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, Lana Del Rey, Cracker Island by the Gorillas, which that actually is alternative. I think Lana, then, Lana Del Rey needs to be in pop. LDR, yeah, yeah I was going to say, LDR is not alternative. I think no. If Sleep Token, <laughs> they will be potentially next year because Kill Bill, SOS, is a December 2022 album. There's a cutoff. That and there even is. though May twenty three though it is, I agree. But I think there's some there's weird. A, there's a weird cutoff date. Like again, December twenty twenty two is being put in twenty twenty three. You know what I mean? Like like best rap album is Her Lost Drake twenty one Savage and some other ones I don't know. And Utopia and Trav by Travis Scott's on there. So like so, wait, can you can you read off the albums? Her Lost Drake twenty one Savage, yeah. Michael by Killer Mike. Heroes okay. and Villains, Metro Bloom. Oh, Metro such a Bloom. good album. And King's Disease 3, Naz, and Utopia, Travis Scott. Naz's album is really good, that's, too. That's, I'm going to say it's Metro's. Uh, it's either Metro. It's, it's either that or Utopia. Yeah. Utopia was banging, but oh, Heroes and Villains was so good. What do you have for rap song? Hold on. I, got, I, went, I went too far. I was going <laughs> down the... going down Because now it's getting into contemporary best musical theater album. But I think soundtracks ooh, Sweeney Todd. If if the Grammys really want to do rock and metal justice, then I, you need to start. But the thing is, is they don't want to. They're never going to get like a Lorna Shore. They're never going to get a Slaughter to Prevail. They're never going to get these bad omens. A bad omens or, uh, bad omens or like um, best, best I'm bear tooth or like things like I'm this. I'm shocked. Fucking Spirit Box is even nominated. That's why when me and Dave were going over, we were genuinely shocked and appreciative like wow you actually have an actual metal core band in it not to say that um metallica isn't obviously but they're they're they're, they're veterans yeah. they've been around for 30 <laughs> plus years you so, know so best progressive r&b album since i have a lover by six lakhs the love I album love off Black. the grid diddy um nova terrace martin and james fauntleroy the age of pleasure by janelle monet and sos SZA. I love. and then best r&b is Girls Night Out, Babyface, Why I Didn't Tell You, Deluxe by Coco Jones, Coco Special Jones. Occasion, Emily King, Jaguar 2, Victoria Monet, Clear 2, Soft Life EP, Summer Walker. I love Summer. Those Summer Walker's re- really good. She is um, so good. The I R&B like, girlies right now are I so like the popping. song, and it's the, it's the only song by Summer that I really pay attention to, and it's um, uh, To Summer from Cole. <laughs> Uh, Have you ever listened to Fourth Baby Mama? That's on not this last album, the album before. No. She, cause Ooh, Jelly- I just like anything with J. Cole on it. Jelly, no, Jelly so Roll's good. nominated for a Best Country Duo and Group Performance with his with, um, um, song Save Me Laney with Wilson. Laney, Laney Wilson. That's awesome. Laney is so good, too. Um, I love... So, I'm going to dime myself oh, out here. I really like country music. That's okay. Jelly Album's Listen, not nominated for Best Country Album. We shouldn't be young no, and no one's um, young. It's got to be... Um, what the fuck is the guy's name? He blew up this past summer. Zach Bryan? That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Zach Bryan. No, is best Hardy country, on there? Best country album is Rolling Up the Welcome Mat, Kelsey Ballerini, Brothers okay. Osborne by Brothers Osborne. Okay. Zach Bryan by Zach Bryan. Okay. Yep. Rustin in the Rain by Tyler Childers. And oh, Child Bell Childers. Bottom Country by Lainey Wilson. Okay. <laughs> Bell Bottom Country. That's probably that. going to go to Childers. I have no idea. 
Best, Amer- never- Best Americana album. Brandy Clark by Brandy Clark. The Chicago Sessions, Rodney Kroll. You're the One by Rhiannon Giddens. Weather Vanes by Jason Isabel and the 400 Unit. And The Returner by Allison Russell. All right. Well. They even do bluegrass, best traditional. We got to like, wrap this up. Oh, folk. Is he on folk? No, he's not on folk. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, I'm do surprised we... Stick Season's not All on I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even check for. Well, that's he... also a mid-2022 album. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, is I <clears throat> Grammys get better. Your rock and metal really include bands who are popping off because there's always a ton of them. Y- you gotta get better. No, I at get that. it. Yes, metalcore bands perform in smaller arenas. They're not selling out Gillette. They're not selling out TD Garden. But they are trending. Bad omens. You look at this past this past year. The metalcore bands who are trended: Spirit Box. Um, bad omens. Bad omens. Sleep, Sleep token. token. Or and then you get to the heavier band, Slaughter to Prevail, has been trending. Alex, Alex the Terrible, trending. Like these are not people who are just like no one's ever heard of them. Yeah. You know, like Lorna Shore. And uh, they're never gonna have them perform at the Grammys. Fine, you can have your Taylor Swift and you can have your Bruno Mars and all those people perform because they're not that's, gonna. They're not. You imagine having Slaughter to Prevail that's, perform. The that's Grammys. why Billboard. Oh. I think it's Billboard puts on the heavy metal awards in the UK every year. Yeah. Four specific all metalcore, heavy yeah. metal, progressive metal, black metal bands. And these bands put on great performances. You guys have been holding absence is performing at this year's heavy uh, heavy metal awards. Which, as they should, these bands put on fantastic performances. Humor me. Taylor's nominated for six Grammys. How many do we think she's going to win? At least four. Uh, same. At least four. I think she's probably going to win at least. She's four. probably going to sweep. I think she's going to sweep all but the categories. I'm going to say at least four. You know, what? I hope SZA wins one. Love you, bestie. Mwah. Well, that's that's why she gets the R&B category, <laughs> <laughs> not the ones Taylor's in. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is going to wrap up tonight's episode. Of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social medias. You're welcome um, for my network. Uh, again, yes. You're welcome for my. This tangent. has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I've been Michaela. I've been Meredith. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.